You're listening to Real Estate with Kevin Turner on News Talk 4BC. Welcome back to the show. It is uh, 15 and a half minutes to nine. More news at nine o'clock. And uh, Jane's on the line. G'day, Jane. Oh, hi, Kevin. You think we should uh, be supporting the CBD more? I absolutely do. Um, I live very close uh, and uh, and I go into the city every day for my own purposes at the moment or uh, for a few personal reasons because my home's been damaged and and, uh, and I need to um, eat and I go to, uh, can I say hard coffee? And next to the GPO because they do really good meals. And, uh, <laughs> That's good. Uh, but, but also it's near Woolies, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, the smaller Coles, Big W, David Jones, and it isn't a hard hike up there. Yeah, there's a lot of life in this. Yeah, a lot of life in the city, isn't there? I mean, I, I read a report that 70,000 people alone a day go to the Meyer Centre. I mean, that's a huge number of people. So it's very well, alive. I was there yesterday. Yeah. yeah and yeah. And and the thing is, Kevin, that just because the virus has come along, uh, mm, all mm. those buildings on Eagle Street. I mm. mean, they are professional buildings in the main. That's right. Uh, maybe maybe the owners have to look at their rentals, but people, you know, with just because they have computers, you can't desert it because if the if the city fails, the inner city fails. Well, it's the capital, and uh, and and we need to support our our capital. Indeed. And, uh, yeah. All this property, be they CBD, Queen Street Mall or Eagle Street in particular. Oh, George Street, we're a lot of public servants up there. Yeah. So I'm a great supporter and thank you for raising us. Very good, Jane. Thank you very much for your input. Enjoy your next cup of coffee. Thank you. Okay. And uh, your input, uh, always welcome, 131873. Yeah, I agree with Jane. I think we've got to look after things like the inner city, the CBD. That's the the lifeblood of the city. Um, but there is some concern over long-term leases and so on. Uh, look, no doubt the economy has taken a bit of a brutal hit, hitting this year with uh, many Australians, I said at the start of the show, sitting back cautiously waiting and watching to see what the impact on the property market is going to be before they make their big moves. Well, that is changing. People are becoming more confident, as we heard from Dwight Ferguson at the start of the show. Uh, 11 bidders at his auction that's coming up at midday. That's uh, quite incredible. People are coming out. Um, So the appetite for buying property certainly has not waned. There are some trends, though, that could indicate what next year holds in store. If you'd asked me this time last year what 2020 is going to be like, I guess I would have been very bullish, um, not knowing that uh, COVID was around the corner. So I guess we've got to be careful about what we say about next year. But there are some indicators about blue chip real estate. Joining me to talk about this, Shannon Davis from HQ Property. G'day, Shannon. Good morning. How are you? Morning, Kevin. Great, thanks. You had your Christmas party last night, I believe. Are you you still functioning okay? No, good, ready to roll. Good, ready to roll. Well, mate, I hope you do. I want to get the tips from you about the trends. What do you see as the trends that you'll be watching next year? Yeah, I think uh, the home has become really more important. People are really trying to um, look at and get everything they want sort of thing these days. Maybe working remotely, one or both um, couples might uh, need that space for the office and stuff. So we've all been locked up and... uh, Consequently, people have got property on their shopping list or they want to improve or renovate. Mm. Yeah, I was asked earlier this morning, I did a did a cross for a Canberra radio station and they said, you know, what 
for me were the big three standouts for 2020. And I, I mentioned about this focus on functional buying, um, you know, making sure that their houses are geared to better health, better sustainability. There's been a big uplift in that. Uh, uh, th- those types of properties are a lot more popular, Shannon, aren't they? Oh, definitely. You know, we're, we're looking at, um, you know, the possibility of working remotely more often and, uh, and there's a move to space, uh, Kevin. Even yeah. more, out of out of uh, city areas, uh, regions are doing well. Um, holiday homes are doing well. So, yeah, people are wanting to sort of uh, steer clear and stay safe a little bit, and that's um, driving their property choice. Yeah, I, I during the week I heard it called escape homes. These are people who you, you touched on it there, getting more out into the regional areas where it's a lot safer. They've got a lot more space. Uh, and they're calling them escape homes. And, um, you know, with the internet and so on, we can actually work remotely now. And going back to Jane's point um, just uh, a few moments ago, which she was talking about the importance of maintaining the vitality in a city, uh, I guess there's going to have to be a balance between people working at home and working in the city, Shannon. Yeah, the, the CBD is the central point. So that's always going to have its benefits you know, as far as a meeting place and location and, and headquarters for uh, corporates and, and so on. But the ability to, like, work from a beachside suburb, yeah. um, you yeah. really can't have it all. Like, you know, have that lifestyle and, you know, with good internet connection, uh, do do what you need to do and uh, maybe only commute once or twice a week rather than five times a week. I was talking to Dwight Ferguson from Ray White Ascot at the start of the show. I don't know whether you heard that, uh, Shannon, but he was mentioning the fact that there's been a huge number of listings come on the market now, uh, pushing uh, the, the, the property market or agents to actually work right through the Christmas New Year break. Are you planning on taking a break at all? Uh, very limited. And, and that's been mm. the consensus that people just, things have, are selling so quickly that uh, the the agents are going to work through and, and strike while it's hot rather than, um, you know, traditionally you, you'd leave your listings now until maybe mid-January, but uh, the way things are and that pent-up demand, um, a lot of agents I know are going to work through this year. Yeah, unusual to hear them saying they're going to take auctions right up until about the 22nd of December. So uh, I guess everyone's going to be a lot busier. Just one last point, if I may. Um, in, in terms of what, what you see next year, as is it going to be a buyer's market or is there going to be a seller's market, do you think? No, I think seller's market. Um, with the prices rising, you know, there, there's, there's, there's been a lack of listings and more buyers for every property. So mm, mm. Um, I think it's definitely going to be a seller's market. It's largely been led by uh, owner-occupiers and first-home buyers in 2020. But uh, I think with money... Being so low, the investors will, will come back to the market in, in 2021 and, and um, that will lead to a big uh, seller's market. Okay, I was going to ask you about that, whether you see investors coming back and that's obviously the case, hey? Yeah, I, I think so. They've sat it out um, and I think the technical recession is over and so I think um, they're, they're waiting back in. You can just see just see the beginnings of it now. Very good. Shannon Davis, all the best for, if I don't talk to you before Christmas, mate, all the best for Christmas and the new year with you and your family. I hope it's happy and very, very safe and look forward to talking to you in 2021. No worries, Kevin. You too, mate. Love to your family as well. Thanks, mate. Uh, Shannon Davis, their regular contributor to the show. Shannon is from HQ Property and uh, always good to get his take. It's eight minutes to nine for BC. Back in a moment, we're going to talk about finances and what's happening with the banks and 
What are the government doing to regulate it a little bit more? Back in a moment.